back. Oh my god. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It is really weird. We're, I mean, yeah. It's, it's been two months, over two months since since we've done it in person. Since we've done it, well, just recording. Oh wow, it was that's like the true. End of March. So, so it's been just probably over three months since we two. recorded in person. Uh huh. Yeah, over three months since we recorded in person. Two, a little over two since we just even finished recording. So it's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's, that went so quickly. It did, and it didn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> I like a whole stinking lifetime has passed since it feels the that end way. of season one. Oh my gosh, and yeah, yeah, like we were just in the beginning of a pandemic, and now we're still right in the middle of one. Yeah, and my are... vacation this weekend just got ruined yep. by the pandemic. I mean, it was would have been affected no matter what. But, sure, you know, but yeah, it is what it is. Yep. Man, we're so, going to – hopefully we're not rusty. I know. So <laughs> bear bear with us, you guys. But welcome back. Yes. Um, if this is your first time listening, uh, I'm Kristen. I'm Ashley. And we are Dizzy for Dizzy. That's right. Uh, you – maybe you already knew us because you listened to season one where we covered uh, Eric and Jakush. Or maybe you found us through Dizzy Law because we just recently collaborated with them on a couple of projects. Yep. Um, or maybe you just found us by searching through DZ hashtags for one of the DZs that we are covering or have talked about. So yeah. either way, uh, welcome. We're happy to have you. Mm-hmm. We're skilled than is. Yes. Um, and yeah, so I was trying to like write down housekeeping, but I was like, there's just so much because like, yeah, no, there is and there isn't because like we've been gone. So it's like, there's I probably mean, a lot we could. Props to you for even attempting. <laughs> I would have been like. We're starting from scratch, <laughs> which we kind of are. Um, but we, I mean, we have a Facebook group, which mm-hmm. we only really started like right towards the end of last season. That's true. So yeah, if you want to talk all things DZ with us, mm-hmm. um, you can join us over there. There will be links in the episode notes. Uh, you do have to answer three questions just because we want to make sure that you're actually someone who enjoys DZs and listening to the podcast. And you're not a bot. Right. And you're not like a bot or a spam account because those exist. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, you probably already know this because by the time this episode releases, you'll notice that there were likely two or three episodes released. That's right. At once. So that's our big surprise. <laughs> we figured, hey, we're not just coming back. We're coming back big and in a big way. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because for the life of us, we could not decide I know. which DZ to cover because – you know, we're about to talk about uh, By Yonlish, mm-hmm. uh, the series premiere. Mm-hmm. And at the time of recording, we have not seen the Sen Chal Kapama premiere. Because right. it doesn't premiere for another week still. Right. Um, it will have premiered by the time you guys are hearing this. But we just could not decide based on uh, the synopsis of either show. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they both have so much to offer because we've got so many EK alumni in... In both. In both, that's true. Yeah. Um, a lot in Bayanlish. A lot in Bayanlish. But we've got our queen of DZ writing, Aisha, at the helm of uh, oh Sen Chalkapama. And I love Karem Burson. I have seen him in a couple of DZs already. So I was super excited to see that he was the male lead. Mm-hmm. I've never seen um, Hyundai in anything, but I know she's very well loved. 
and she was in a very short-lived DZ, and I can't think of the name at the moment, but people really loved her in that. Okay. So, um, I really, just from the little clips that we've seen and the behind-the-scenes stuff, mm-hmm. I really like them together. Me too. As and an on-screen Yes. Duo. Like, and they've done a couple of Instagram lives together, yes. and you can just tell they kind of, like, love riffing off of each other. Yeah. And there's a chemistry there. There's definitely a chemistry mm-hmm. there. So, um, Yeah. So we're going to attempt, while Ashley is on break, to cover both DZs in real time. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know how that will work out in the long term if one will just end up ending at the end of summer. Right. Since these are summer DZs. And we know that's a possibility that one of them might not get – I don't know if it would be classified as renewed. Right. Or uh, just – Or just if they might cut one of them mm -hmm. because of – Funding and airtime and all that kind of stuff. Right. So we thought, hey, we've got the time now. We're mm-hmm. interested in both of these shows. Right. We're really interested in both of them. So why not? Yep. So, yeah. So that's something new for season two. Yeah. Uh, other than that, um, they don't really – I noticed I was on the Bayonlish Instagram page. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like, at least they haven't for the premiere, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like they do like – oh, here's a bunch of photos and a summary for the upcoming episode like mm. EK did. So I don't know if that was just an EK thing. Maybe maybe because it, maybe Fox doesn't really do or that. Or maybe it's just something Fox doesn't do. Yeah. Right? So all we got was an episode hashtag, which for the premiere of most DZs is just the name of the DZ. So it was right. just Bayonlish. But right. really the best way to summarize this episode is she's terrible at choosing men and he's a total playboy. <laughs> Their paths keep crossing. So... I wonder where this will lead. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a good introductory episode. Right. And that's that's how it felt. Yes. It was like, okay, this is an introductory episode. Yeah, we're meeting everyone. We're meeting all the main players and mm-hmm. some of the probably more prominent, um, you know, uh, side characters. Right. And honestly, they did a really good job. I will say I enjoyed it much more with the subs. So did I. Than I did without. Yeah. I felt when I when we were watching it live, um, I was kind of like, okay, we get it. You're like beating a dead horse. We get that he's not John DV. Like, I get it. <laughs> so I was kind of like, I didn't really love his character at first. I was just kind of like, oh, he's just kind of like a man whore. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't as turned off by his character as Kristen was. You not nearly. Um, but I did enjoy it a lot, a lot more the second time because yeah. even though – He's just as much of a man whore. Uh, um, his lines and just like the goofiness yes. and the banter was so much more funny when I was understanding everything that was yeah. being said. Um, and another cool thing about Fox, you guys, is they seem to grasp that there's an international audience for their shows. So you should not have a very hard time finding subtitled episodes because it's Fox themselves who has created several like sub channels off of the main Bayonlish channel mm-hmm. on YouTube and they're providing subs in a handful of languages. Yeah. So you shouldn't have to go about any of the like shady, uh, questionable, unsecured websites like you may have had to do for EK or other DZs. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, I still watched on TurkFlick because then I didn't have to watch ads. Oh, okay. But – I ended up watching on YouTube. Did you? Mostly because it, I 
was able to get it on my TV more easily doing it that way. That's true. So because I have a, is, like a YouTube app. Yes, on YouTube my is TV. way more TV friendly than uh, Turk Flick is. Yeah, but um, yeah. So you guys should have a really easy time finding subs. I'm yeah. hoping they do the same for Senchakapuma. Yes, I because I'm so not too. I'm not sure if this is more Fox understands that a lot of people love DZs, or if this was more Fox understands international people love john yaman mm-hmm. so uh time will tell but i'm really really hoping that they release it in english subtitles i'm hoping because karem is like he grew up here yeah or spent a big chunk of his life here that they'll just know that there's probably an audience built in an english-speaking audience built in and that they'll at least release english subtitles i hope so well. i'm i'm thinking as we get closer to the premiere if we're all kind of just inundating mm-hmm. social media with excitement yeah. of like, hey, here's an English audience, yep. that maybe Fox will be like, well, mm-hmm. let's see, let's do it for this show as well. Yeah. Because that's so smart. It really is. Yeah. Because then the funny thing is like when people were putting – when people put up episodes of DZs with subtitles on YouTube, they technically don't have the rights or anything like right. that. Which is how they sometimes wind up getting taken down. Mm-hmm. But – those people get garner tons of views. They get the revenue from the yep. ads that play while we're watching. So it's like, why should the production companies and the channels should be capitalizing on this? They totally should. And then I feel like that could also help with revenue for the show. So if ratings slip a little or advertisers pull out, it's mm-hmm. not so detrimental exactly to the well-being of the show because they've got revenue from other avenues. So I mean, I'm clearly saying this from a completely unprofessional point of view. Right. <laughs> I know. And and we don't see those numbers. And I know that, like, Bayanlish didn't do, didn't do right. great numbers in Turkey itself. No. The premiere was, like, I think it averaged out to about a three rating. But right. most of – there was, like, three different ratings they go off of. And two of them were under three. One was, like, 2.92 or something. Yeah. Um, but it was also – competing with survivor right and Which something is huge else over there right yes and something else okay. so that could have played a part in it right but we also know from past discussions and stuff that turkey doesn't love john quite as much as the rest of the world right. <laughs> yeah so i just think so, the combo of those two is like ooh, popping but it, great. it does seem smart because they they do seem to be capitalizing on an international his, yep his international fan base and if they're able to get the revenue from the show not necessarily through turkey but through the international mm-hmm. fan base then they should take advantage of it absolutely so hopefully they kind of have opened a door and other channels and production companies start paying attention mm-hmm. so so who knows maybe this means dz's could be far more readily available to the rest of the world that would be awesome. I do feel like we're on an upswing of mm-hmm. the popularity of DZs, at least in America, at least in the community that we see right. it happening. Um, because they're like this hidden gem, mm-hmm. and I think people don't realize. Mm-hmm. And the second that they start to give it a chance, they're, they have this revelation of, oh my gosh, this is, this so, is good. so good. <laughs> like we, I don't know if she'll be listening, but we have a friend, Hannah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and we met her through the book community. But let me tell you, we told her about this show. Well, we've told several people about this show. We've but told lots of she, people about the show. <laughs> she was like, all right, let me give this a try. She was, of course, hooked like 
right away oh, because, yeah. you know, John and Demet's chemistry is just untouchable. Yep. And as of recording, she finished the series last night and she only started How long like. How did it take her? Not even three weeks, I don't I didn't think. think. Maybe so. two weeks? <laughs> 51 episodes in two weeks, guys. And she's I mean, like. She hasn't done anything she, else. But she works full time. <laughs> I know. She has a horse that she has to take care of. She wakes up at like 4 a.m. to go riding. And then she she was like up until like the wee hours of the morning, like watching EK. And it was just so <laughs> oh cool because, gosh. you know, you can't relive that show for the first time again. Right. But getting to watch somebody else do it. Uh-huh. Is pretty dang close. It is. It's it's it was a lot of fun. It was so to fun to kind of relive it with her. It really was. And she also, even though she was in the middle of EK, we were like last week, which is for us last week was when the when Bayonlish premiered, and we were like, oh right. my gosh, like it just premiered. Girlfriend watched it on YouTube before the subtitles even came yep. out. And I was so impressed because I was like, dang, like mm-hmm. I don't even know if I would have done that like right away. Mm-hmm. Um like, I watched it live, but because we were doing, like, a group watch online and we were all chatting and stuff, like, she yeah. just went ahead and, like, watched it on YouTube. Yep. <laughs> and so now I'm excited because now we'll be watching that DZ alongside her. Yes. <laughs> so it's just fun. We're still, like, we're still recruiting people into mm-hmm. DZ land and it's just been a lot of fun. Yep. It's always nice. So, um, yeah. So overall, like, what was your, what was your take for this episode? On... I, I liked it. Yeah. And like you said, with the subs, I liked it even more. Completely. And one of the things that I actually noticed and appreciated the second time around was um, they kept doing um, like parallels. Mm-hmm. So they showed um, Esgi mm-hmm. and they showed kind of her background right. and what she's dealing with right now. And then we switch over to Osgur and we learn more about him. Mm-hmm. That was also enlightening because I was like, oh, he owns the restaurant. <laughs> yes. Because you just sort of think he's a bartender, which they did lead you to believe from like the promos and things yes. like that, which he does. He's like a very hands-on owner. Right. So he'll still cover like behind the bar or he's kind of out walking around you know, mm-hmm. seeing how customers are doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he actually owns the nightclub. Yeah. Because um, the first time I was like, why is he constantly here at this restaurant? And also, how does he have all this money as a bartender? Yeah. Because I know you can make, I mean, both you and I worked in the service industry. Yeah. You can make good money in tips. Oh, totally. But, but not, not like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, so he can just do whatever he wants. And yeah. like, he's going in the kitchen, hanging yeah. out. He doesn't even look like he's working right he's now. He's like sampling the chef's menu for the night. Yeah. <laughs> drinking on the job. Yes. I was like, holy crap. How is he doing this? And then with the subs, I was like, okay, he owns the restaurant. He owns it. Yes. <laughs> so he can do whatever he wants. Yep. Um, and I love that because, you know, and I touched on this on Twitter, but if any of you are familiar with John Yaman, which I feel like if you're watching this show, you are, mm-hmm. I felt like there were so many like middle finger moments oh, yeah. to Turkish media and to the haters and to the haters. And I loved it so much. Yep. Like um, in, I don't remember exactly at what point it happened near the beginning ish of the episode, though. His mom calls. This mm-hmm. is another one of the parallels because, like, her mom calls her. Yep. And his mom his calls mom him. Calls. Yep. And my first thought was, like, oh, my gosh, are we getting, like, two healthy mother-child relationships? Right. Like, one of these isn't, like, a horrible, evil person. Right. For once. For once. And – which was kind of cool. But, 
like he's totally stretched out and sunbathing on his little like uh-huh. uh rooftop lounger and it's totally reminiscent of his photo it's of john yaman's photo same angle <laughs> when he's in italy guys that was not a coincidence <laughs> and because that's the whole photo that people got taken down because they were reporting it and in an interview he was so cocky because he was like oh <laughs> girls probably just really liked the photo and their boyfriends probably reported it because they were jealous <laughs> oh man we, we, I hate how cocky he was about it, but I also love it. We love a petty, <laughs> petty crawl. <laughs> oh my gosh. So there was that. Yeah. Um, And w- there were a few other parallels. Mm-hmm. Like at one point in the episode, there are these girls checking him out all throughout the episode. But oh, one yeah. of them was his stylist, Osle. Mm-hmm. She the mysterious was, blonde. Yes, because there was a whole uh, paparazzi thing last year or late 2018 mm-hmm. where people were like oh john yaman's out with a mysterious blonde he's got a new woman in his life mysterious blonde mysterious blonde well it was osley his stylist who travels with him to a lot of places because she styles him for yeah. photo shoots and his shows yeah they're together a lot so that i loved that that was thrown in there um i realized one of the things was actually a behind the scenes probably i'm gonna guess from next episode mm-hmm. Uh, in one of his outfits on the vest says like haters gonna hate <laughs> <laughs> that outfit didn't appear in the premiere but we have seen photos of it already because of them posting like photos and stuff from yeah. set but so i was like totally here for that mm-hmm. and you know i thought it was funny too is that you probably didn't catch this because have you watched any of doline no okay i've only watched a couple episodes mm-hmm. but when Ezgi later in the episode mm-hmm. is trying to like flirt with that doctor at the party. Yes. And she's kind of embellishing the information about herself because yes. she doesn't want to come across desperate or right. anything like that. She's trying to impress him. Right. The stuff she's telling him is details about her character from Dolune. Oh, how funny. She's like, oh, cooking is my interest. She's a chef in training. Oh, how in funny. Dolune. She's like, and I took a Japanese language course. She was taking a Japanese language uh- course. Um, and she was like, yeah, you know, I thought about seeking it professionally and how she talks about how she loves, um, uh, volunteering at animal shelters. Uh-huh. Her character in Dolene does that. How funny. So I was like, she was just totally describing the last character she played opposite That's really of John Yuman. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh my gosh, I totally caught that. And I've only seen like two episodes. Okay. But I already knew that's exactly what she was doing. And I love when they do that. It's just yes. kind of fun. Like how, you know, in EK there was that character named. A side character guy named Ferret named Aslan, Ferret Aslan which was yeah. John's name in uh-huh. So anyhow, I just was like, oh, I'm going to point that out because I don't know if Ashley would have caught that. No, I haven't seen any of Dolanay. But it was fun. So That is fun. And honestly, I really love Ezgi's character. Yes. <laughs> you know, I love what a hot mess she is. Yes. And I love that she's not like super successful and she's mm-hmm. kind of in a downtime of her life. And I liked that, again, that kind of contrast and Mm -hmm. parallel between the two of them because he's, you know, seems to have it all and he's owns a restaurant. He can get all these girls. Right. And well, even the reasons why they're single are total opposite. mm -hmm. He chooses to be single. He doesn't want a relationship. Right. And she that is what she wants. That's all she wants. And she can't seem to like 
get <laughs> because yep. she makes very poor decisions when it comes to men. Right. As you see in a flashback, one of her friends are giving her like the tough love three months after her breakup that happens in the opening scene. Right. Um, you know, she plans a surprise party for her boyfriend and you know, the the lie she told him so that she could plan it was that she was gonna be out of town visiting her mom. Right. But really it was so she could be at home getting this ready. Well, when he shows up, he shows up there with another woman. Yeah. And the hot mess just goes from there. Mm -hmm. And her friends are kind of telling her, like, well, you kind of have a track, like, uh, history. track history of doing this. Like, yeah. And they, you know, you go through and you get to see these quick little visuals of, like, all her past relationships. Yeah. Of men With all were, these losers. Yes. They were either using her for her smarts mm -hmm. or because she could get a loan and he could run off with the money mm -hmm. uh one was like a criminal who gave her gave a her car a but car. it's a stolen car it just you know so we kind of just get this picture of who she is right and the choices that she makes when it comes to the men in her life yes and we get to meet both moms we get to see both of their uh groups of friends mm -hmm. so that'll be in the dynamic with that will be interesting especially because john sue is interesting to me I because agree. she she's just interesting to me because they obviously know that esgi makes bad men choices <laughs> so they're trying to keep her on the straight and narrow with this right but they see her face after she hangs out with uh osgur on the balcony right and she's like did you just meet with the bar with the the neighbor and she's all worried about her and she doesn't want her talking to him mm -hmm. and meanwhile she's also really 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 shooting for this doctor who ran her over <laughs> what's with people getting run over in dz <laughs> But <laughs> not a meat cute, you guys. <laughs> no. Yeah, seriously. It doesn't usually end well. No, at least it didn't in EK. Yeah. So um so she's pushing for this doctor. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, her boyfriend is a total sleaze yep. ball. The first time he came on screen, I oh, literally totally wrote tell. I was like, Well, don't like Levant, no. even though I don't know anything about him don't like him yeah and it becomes apparent pretty quickly that their relationship is a secret even though it's not like he's married or anything like that no. it seems to be the quote reason is because they both work for the same hospital yeah his reasons yeah that, not yeah. hers yes by the way yeah i sorry i air quoted the word reasons but you guys can't see that <laughs> so um yeah he's the one keeping this a secret and they've been together seemingly for, for like, what, a year. like a year uh -huh. yeah so that's a long time. Absolutely. And she, you know, and she's even like, I feel like we're having an affair and we're not. I don't see why anyone outside of our very close friends can know about this. Mm -hmm. So clearly there's something shady going on with him. Yeah. Um, sorry if you hear sniffing. It's my dog. Um, so, yeah, I already didn't like him. And, you know, he's clearly bothered by the fact that um, John Zoo invited Esgi to come live with her because he has this whole issue with esgi moving into the apartment because it means right. he can't just come and go as he pleases from there yeah so clearly there's something shady going on with him we yes. don't know what but i mean maybe for all we know he is hiding a whole other person he's in a relationship right with, but or a family or something yeah. who knows time will tell yeah um but yeah so it just sort of makes it's funny because clearly john zoo is like not making great choices in men. Right. And she's like writing a book, it seems like, about relationships. Yes. Some sort of self-help book, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not published yet. So she does tell 
Esgi about another one, which <laughs> the author's name <laughs> is Asle Zengin, uh-huh. which is the name of the writer of the show. Yeah. Who and also, her picture is on the back. And too. her picture is on the back. Who is also the writer from EK, if you recall <laughs> us Not like we've her. ever talked about her before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, she's not our favorite if you've listened to any other episode we've done. But specifically for our Kenji Kush. Yes, for EK. Like, we have nothing against her as a writer in general. Right. And I think we've mentioned before on the podcast that... We're hopeful that because she's starting Bayanlish from scratch. Yes, this is her project. Mm-hmm. She's not picking up somebody else's project. Exactly. Um, so we promise we have a very open mind going into this. Yes. Because she is at the helm from the get-go. Yeah. So um, anyhow, I just thought that was another funny like thing they used. They used her as the author of this, you know, basically how to get married quick book. Right. Um, and yeah. So... You know, this this just leads to this leads to more interaction with Esgi and Oz- Ozgur, whose first interaction, by the way, was them both going for the same cab, mm-hmm. which is a pretty it's a I like it's a good meet cute. Yeah. It's not super cute because she's super annoyed with him. Right. And well, and again, the whole parallel of their mornings leading yes. up to this where he is able to successfully get rid of the girl who immediately is like, I'm hi, moving hi, in. Hi, boyfriend. I'm, uh-huh. like, yeah. Yeah. Listen, they oh, had a get, one night stand. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, I'll make sure I do the shopping for the house. And oh, you have to leave. Okay. Don't worry. I'll pick up a little bit, take the dog out and get dinner ready. And yes. he's like, girl, peace out. He's like, oh, I'm going to be out of the country and I'm not really a breakfast person. Um, So, yeah, I got to go. Yeah. And it's funny because he like rushes her out the door. Uh-huh. And I love it because the real star of this show, Tesla. Oh, yeah. Love that dog. He like scolds him and he's like, you're supposed to growl at them and scare them and like make them leave. And <laughs> Don't be so nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's having a great morning. And meanwhile, Esgi is she crashes the company yeah. car she gets fired then she gets caught in the or no i'm sorry she's she crashes the company car then on her way to work she's late now right and she gets caught in the rain and she yes. has to take a taxi yes and she gets into the taxi with with osgur so and he's like listen we can share it i don't care you're yeah. the one with the problem so if you don't want to share the cab get out well yeah. they wind up staying in it he offers her snacks and she like pushes his hand away and i'm like i would have taken those snacks but <laughs> I mean, Stranger Danger From and all stranger? that. stranger? Yeah. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I don't care how cute he is. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this is their first meet and you completely realize that they're in two very different um, situations in life. Yes. And, you know, they they kind of argue and banter back and forth because, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, Huh. After just hearing her kind of like monologue for a minute, he's like, are, you're not married, are you? And she's like, Ex- oh, no, excuse me. Like, well, and the radio is talking about love. Yes. And so he and the taxi driver start ta- start basically riffing, you know, mm-hmm. riffing on women. And uh, they talk about what did they talk about? Well, 
they I think they just talk about like how, you know, they expect all this from us. We have to work and provide and this and that, you know. Yes. And I love it because Esgi's like, listen, you do all this, but all we ask for, you know, is like some simple things like loyalty and all this stuff. And then she's like, and also um, they go to the conversation of like how basically women really are tougher than men. Oh, yeah. You know, and she goes on about that because of all the things women have to take on. And one of the and things I like, wrote down. Oh, go ahead. Probably the same thing. If it was men that had to give birth, we'd all be extinct. Yeah, she goes, you cry if you cut your finger. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And Oscar's like, you know what you should do? You should get a cat. Yeah, you should get a cat for your nerves. (laughs) And then you wouldn't be so lonely either. And she's like, I'm not lonely. (laughs) But like, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh So it's funny because he's. He's so cocky, but he's totally got her number down. Oh, yeah. Because like, he, he's able to tell, by the way she's acting, that she's just been dumped mm-hmm. and she probably was cheated on. Later on, he's like, oh, yeah, you're trying to get married. I know exactly the type that you are. Yep. You give yourself to these guys. You try so hard. Even though they give no effort back. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then they end up just tossing you aside because you're the one who's been pursuing them the whole time. Yep. And she's like, she's all mad because – She's like, that's not true. But she knows it is. She knows it is. (laughs) And then later on, she comes back and she kind of swallows her pride Mm -hmm. after the whole debacle with the doctor at the party. Yes. Because she pushes, pushes, pushes. And then she's like, what are you doing this weekend? Right. Well, and things are going really well. Like, Mm -hmm. she is taking his advice because before, um, before that party, she winds up running into him on, like, the balcony again. And... Osger's like, okay, listen, like, you know, don't come across too strongly. Right. Um, You know, just. He's like, you need to learn how to play the game, basically. Right. Exactly. And she's like, it's not a game. Right. And I have my standards and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Right. Well, and he even says like, okay, tell me about this perfect man, this so-called perfect man, you know? And she's like, he's loyal. He's emotional. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, she names all these like good qualities of a person. <laughs> yeah. And he's like well men like that don't exist and she's like yes they do because i'm a person like that and i exist so there has to be someone else like that who exists. yes and and you're right and that's when he kind of goes into the whole well you need to play the game like you know because you give 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 and mm-hmm. it's unequal and this is why you keep winding up in the same situation <clears throat> excuse me over and over again which yeah strikes a nerve with her but yeah. she won't admit that right um you know, so she kind of starts to, quote, play the game at the party later because uh, Johnzu has set up for the doctor to make sure that the doctor meets up with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he does. He finds her interesting when he when she's talking about all of these interests of hers and stuff. These fake interests. Right. Well, and that's advice that she followed from her girls. Yes. Because she's like, well, I don't want to set up a relationship on false information. Right. I'm not working right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And they're like, well, you should just embellish it a little bit. Right. You should impress him. So she follows their advice. Yep. And it leads nowhere. Right. Because it does impress him. Mm -hmm. But then she's like, okay, he's interested. And so she's like, okay. Like, what are you doing this weekend? And then he takes that as like, oh, whoa, too too much too soon you're coming on strong which i didn't really think she was it was like neither did i it wasn't like she was asking to move in or anything she was just like what are you up to this weekend maybe we can go out to dinner and talk more right but he was like whoa 
hit the brakes. Yeah, he backtracks really quickly. Yeah. And then and then she pushes even more. And she's like, well, we don't have to do a weekend. A weekday works for me too. Yeah, then she pushed it too far. Yeah, and he's like, oh, well, that doesn't really work because I have to work. And I see my friend right now. I have I'm to go. go. <laughs> so she comes back all, you know, deflated from the party. And again, Osgur has her number. And he's like, let me guess. Uh-huh. Like... You pushed you too hard. Pushed too hard too soon. I did love this conversation. Me too. <laughs> because cause she she doesn't want to go over there, but she kind of swallows her pride and she goes over and we get the most gifable moment ever of John's reaction when he yes. accidentally hits her with the ball. Because <laughs> he's throwing Tesla. the ball for the dog. Uh-huh. But it hits her and you guys have probably already seen this gif a million times. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. <laughs> His reaction is priceless. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so because then he goes over to check on her, it sort of leads to their whole conversation. Mm-hmm. And again, he's got her number. He's like, yeah, you came on too strong. Listen, like you looked beautiful when you left tonight. You're an interesting person. Like he's paying her a compliment. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's being very factual about it. Well, he's not he's being like, flirty. you looked so good that no man would say no to you. Yeah. Which was very sweet. It was very sweet. And, and but, he's like, you must have messed it up by being stupid. Yeah, he's such a jerk. <laughs> oh my gosh she's like did you just pay me a compliment and then tell me i'm stupid (laughs) it was so funny it really was (laughs) i mean in real life i feel like i would have wanted to slap him but right you know so it just leads to this conversation where he's like you know she asks for his help and he winds up needing her help because sorry we're just like scattered with this episode hey that's all right um because if you backtrack uh john's sister john oh your sister is getting married even in my t- in taking my notes you i kept john. wanting to say uh-huh. i kept wanting to write john i know it's gonna take some time yeah get used to that but um you know his sister is getting married because our playboy Ozger, uh basically i wrote i wrote this is why you don't have sex where you eat Ozger. <laughs> that's not the saying but that's essentially what he did because you know he has this whole feature piece being done on him and mm-hmm. um and the nightclub which was kind of like i feel like another little um a little like easter egg there when they ask like oh what brought you into this and he's like well i spend so much of my uh time out at bars and clubs because he loves going to his nightclubs mm-hmm. uh you know he was always at luca or or ruby was that the name of the other one mm-hmm uh, we're talking about John being out at those places. So I felt like that was another little nod to his life. But anyhow, he basically says, so I decided to make a job out of it. Like, I love this sort of stuff. So yeah. um, I decided to make a job out of it. So he does. So, you know, they're doing this whole feature piece on him. Well, he winds up sleeping with the girl. Yeah. After a whole flirtatious photo shoot, flirting with her the entire time she's interviewing him. Well, and she's throwing herself at him. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they wind up sleeping together and that leads to the next morning mm-hmm. uh the girl the coming on strong girl from you know a couple days earlier shows up yeah because because she apparently thinks that she's his girlfriend uh-huh. <laughs> and who answers the door but the the journalist he just slept with yeah because he's in the shower so that leads to this whole debacle between these two women arguing and fighting right uh Ozier is a bit of a coward here because when he comes out of the shower and sees that's what's going on he just runs away he just runs away next yeah. door yeah 
And so the interview that was he, was previously entitled Mr. Perfect. Uh-huh. Now the reporter has been scorned. Yep. And so she's turning it into a trash piece. Yep. And now he's Mr. Mr. Wrong. Wrong. Uh-huh. And it's basically just talking about how messed up he is, how his personal life, he can't handle his personal life, mm-hmm. even, if he, even if he can handle the restaurant life, blah, blah, blah. And so everybody sees it, including his mom. Yep. And Anne is so focused on getting grandchildren that she decides to invite 50 single women to From all her, over her, to her daughter's wedding to... So this was another parallel uh-huh. to get him married by the end of summer. Yep. And because uh, John Zoo John uh, Zoo uh, says uh-huh. the same thing to yep. Esgi, like, don't worry if we do, you know, if we do all this right, basically according to these books, mm-hmm. we'll have you married off by the end of summer. Yep. I did make a note. I wrote that I have a theory that I do wonder if this show really is just being written for the summer. And it's already just planning on with an ending of the two of them getting married at the end of the summer. That would actually be smart. Because so, then it doesn't have to go on forever and ever mm-hmm. and ever with them breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together. Right. So I kind of have a theory because that was said uh, by both parts. Interesting. Is like, oh, yeah, we will get you married by the end of the summer. But you both have no clue that it will actually be to each other. Yeah. Um, and ob- I, that's the obvious end of that yes. with the parallel of them both saying that anyway right, right. is that they are going to end up together by the end of summer right but that would be really interesting if they're married and that's the end of the actual show yep um yeah that's, so that's that's my prediction yeah and i love that we can do that because i we know because we that. don't know because we actually don't know <laughs> and that's what i love about watching a show in real time is we can actually make these predictions yeah without any knowledge of what's gonna happen in the future mm-hmm. um so yeah I loved so I loved that. I um anyways, so like you were saying, because his mom is all focused on that. Right. And Ebru, being a very good sister, is like warning him mm-hmm. that's gonna happen. So it basically leads to him being like, Okay, I need a fake girlfriend. But you know, his friend was like, Listen, y- you know, you need to find someone who also needs you too. Yeah. Because otherwise they could wind up scheming with your mom behind your back because they right. really do want to be with you for the long term. Like, yes, you need someone who doesn't actually want to be with you. Yes. And who needs something from you as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's going because he's like, not finding a girl, that's the problem. Like right. I can go out with anyone, but so then when they're having this conversation later about her terrible night at the party, yeah. and she's like, will you help me learn the rules? Mm-hmm. He kind of reflects and remembers like, okay, I need someone who needs me so that this is mutually beneficial. She and doesn't want to be with me. Yeah, she's made it very clear from the beginning that she doesn't want to be with him. Uh-huh. But she w- – because she knows that – Nothing with him would end in right. an actual serious commitment. Right. Because he avoids relationships. Yep. So he's like, okay, well, she's the girl that I need to ask. Mm-hmm. So he asks her, I need you to be my girlfriend for one night. I like how he said it really quickly. Like, I just got to get this out. Like, uh-huh. like uh, rip the Band-Aid off. Yep. And then, of course, the episode ends. Yeah. So it ended on a good, in a good spot. Like, it she doesn't answer yet. Yeah. Um. So, you Obviously, know. that's the direction the show is going to go. Right. It's a fake relationship. And we love a fake relationship uh-huh. uh, trope. Um, so, yeah. I mean, overall, it was a really great, like you said at the beginning, like intro episode. Mm-hmm. You really get a good taste for who each of these characters are. Oh, yeah. 
um, who their friends are. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't realize, again, till the subs, John Zhu was her cousin. Yes. Um, yeah. But, I mean, they're still friends, obviously. Right. And then there you have their lawyer friend. You don't really get to know much about her. Denise, right? Denise, yes. Thank you. Um, she's a lawyer and that's pretty much all you really learn about her. Yeah. She's a childhood friend. Um, but let's talk about Anil's character a little bit. Oh yeah. So he's, his character is interesting. Yeah. He's a bartender Mm -hmm. at John's restaurant. Do Mm -hmm. we know the name of that restaurant? I don't think so. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter, but I was just so excited that he was going to be a part of it Mm -hmm. just because I love, I know he and I'm pretty sure, you know, he and John are friends in real life Mm -hmm. because, you know, we've seen them out together with Demet all over the course of uh EK and stuff. Right. Um but he his character is interesting because he is in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. You kind of get that from the get-go because she calls him while he's at work and he's like, "Yes, my love, I know it's your birthday, but it's busy and I have to work and I this." And it's sweet because John is like, "Listen, no." Osger, why do I? I know. I mean, he is John. <laughs> he is. But Osger is like, listen, bro, go home. You're never going to hear the end of this if you don't see her on her birthday. Right. And then you're only going to be stressed and worried about that. I'll take over. I'll take over. Yeah. Um, And it's great because then that leads to the next meet cute, I guess, with him and Eski. Yeah. Because she was supposed to meet her friends there. Uh-huh. They both wind up having to bail. Mm-hmm. And so she drowns her sorrows so in she alcohol. Drowns her sorrows in alcohol and no food. Well, and it's mostly because she's all alone and she sees her ex propose to the girl that he cheated with only after three, three months. months. And they were together for three years. Yeah. And she's like, marriage wasn't even a word that came out of his mouth, and yet now he's proposing to her after three months. Yeah. So she winds up at the bar, and of course, Oskir's the bartender. Mm-hmm. So they have this whole thing back and forth. Mm-hmm. And um, but it's funny because there's a few times where he's looking at her and you can tell like he's feeling something, whether it's he actually feels bad for the situation she's in. Right. Or just like, man, she's like really been put through the ringer. You can see a level of like compassion in his eyes and well, not just like irritation. This happens a few times, mm-hmm. actually, because that's probably the first time that you see it. I think so. But later on that night, when he when she's too drunky to function, then he takes her to the hotel so she can sleep it off. Yes, because he's like, well, "Do you remember your address?" And, and she's, she's like, like Istanbul. "Istanbul." He's like, "Awesome, <laughs> super. <laughs> That's really helpful." Oh so he puts her up in a hotel. Um, I think he ends up. We're not really sure why he ends up staying. Well, he's about to leave. And she starts crying. Right. But yeah. he still could have left her after she fell asleep. That's true. So, but that whole interaction, mm-hmm. that might be my favorite interaction that they had. I think so, too. Of the episode. It's, 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 I'm torn between that and their, um. Rooftop at the end. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because she's, cr- she starts crying and <laughs> he's like, oh, great. <laughs> So he comes back in begrudgingly because she's like, all I ever wanted was to be happy. And to have someone to love and love me. Uh And And I don't have that. I've never had that. So she's crying and he comes back in and he looks at her and she's like, am I repulsive? Yeah. He says, no, you're not. She says, am I, am I too ugly or something Uh to that effect? Um, and he's like, I, no, I actually definitely wrote it down. Not. Yeah, he's like, no, and and then she looks at him and she pauses and she goes, "You just said that to make me feel better." 
and he I cracked I up did when too. she said that. Well, and it's sweet because he's like, no, I really didn't. You're, and he you're, comes and hugs her. He hugs her. He's, he's like, like, no, 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 I swear, yep. I swear. But he even says, like, you're exactly who you are. Right. You're blunt. You're the, I mean, he just, he basically says, like, what he knows of her so far. Right. And he's like, you know, and basically, like, you're unapologetically, like, who you are. And there's not right. anything wrong with that. Yeah. Um, and it's sweet. So then, and of course she appreciates that and she winds up kissing him drunkenly and he's right. like totally taken by surprise. And, you know, props to him. He does not participate in that kiss at all. He right. He just kind of like. just sits there. Sits there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and yeah. And then basically she kind of falls asleep on him. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, we don't really know why he ends up staying because we just wake up the next morning. He's shirtless, but she's still fully clothed. So right. nothing happened between them. Right. Um, but she's not sure because she doesn't remember anything and her right. skirt is all wet. Right. <laughs> and then she doesn't realize until later that she was acting crazy. It's because she was and... being crazy. She was like showering, fully clothed yeah. in the shower. So he comes in and he's like, what are you doing? She starts spraying him uh-huh. and all this stuff. And yeah. So then you're like, okay, well, that's why he wound up shirtless. Um, right. And why she, her skirt was off, but she had like a dress thing on underneath this. So, and she's not really in any kind of like compromising situation no. that gives you the viewer the idea that anything happened between right them. right um but yeah so that your that whole interaction was very good mm-hmm. um and then let's see um what else i'm trying to think of anything else that like really stuck out to me i did love that moment when he sees her all dolled up and he's yeah. very clearly rattled yes and he's like whoa hello I, yes i love it <laughs> um he you know, and after that whole scene when he, like, runs out on the two – on his two scorned women now. Yeah. You know, and he winds up in uh, John Zoo's apartment, which is where Eski is living right now. Right. And they have that whole interaction because she's like, what the heck? And he's like, am I on a prank show? And she's like, are you on a prank show? What, am I the one on a prank show? Like, she kind of winds up covering for him, but I love how she does it because she tells the woman and she knows John – she knows Osger can hear her because mm-hmm. she's like, listen – do you need such an honorless, deceitful – like, she just spews out all the things he's, you know, yeah, been to to this woman. Like, is that really worth your time and tears? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just kind of uh, – what's the word I'm trying to look for? Like, encourages her, you know? And, like, yeah. builds her up a little. Like, listen, you're better than this. Go on with your life. Yeah. You know, and don't give him another thought. And she's like, yeah, you know, and uh, and then that's that. So – I love, though, later that night is when they really have their first intro. Like, they actually yes. introduce themselves to one another because he thanks her. He's yes. reading in glasses, you guys. And his 70s robe. And his 70s, 70s robe. robe. Our friend Giselle likes it, but I'm like, no. I do love him in glasses, though. And I love that he's a reader. I didn't mind the robe. Um, I wasn't like, ew, that robe. <laughs> but I was like, oh, John looks good. <laughs> he does, but that robe's terrible, you guys. So... <laughs> Anyhow, he sees her come out and he like waves and he's like, I'm coming over. I'm coming over. And he's like, I just want to say thank you for helping yeah. me out. You know, by the way, I'm Osgur. And she's like, I'm Esgi. And they, so that's when they, they officially meet. Really officially meet. Yeah. Um, I thought that was like a cute, sweet little interaction. But yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, um, I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I am very excited to see where this goes because I feel like it's a good combo of comedy yeah and but not um i don't think it's just gonna be like this light and fluffy like mindless show either like i think they're both gonna learn things about themselves as they go so i'm i'm pretty excited about that and i'm 
hoping that the whole fake relationship thing ends up continuing past just the wedding. Like maybe mom invites her over for something and it's like, well, crap, now we have to like continue this again. I'm thinking that's – So I'm hoping, yeah. yeah it gets, it's not just going to be one night. Yeah. That would be drawn out too easy. And then lines get blurred of right. like, okay, is this acting? Well, is this – And I like that they they started off – Obviously, when they first meet, Esgi isn't putting up with any of his crap. No. Nothing like that. But by the end of the first uh, episode, they've formed kind of a friendship. Right. And I, I liked that. I liked right. that it wasn't – like, she still really hates him. Right. And, is, and he's still really annoyed by her because she's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, they have kind of that rough, uh, rocky beginning with their interactions with yes. each other because of each other's actions. Right. But by the end of it, there's, like, a semblance of friendship. Yes. And I actually really appreciated that. I do, too, because it also gives you the vibe, too, that they're not still just going to start putting up with each other's crap. Like, mm-hmm. she, I have no doubt she will still call him out when he does something, like – you know, super um, sleazy, sleazy or cocky or yeah, I was yeah. trying to think of the right word. Um, but yeah, so what was another? Oh, I said I really just this doesn't really matter, but I was like, I kind of want her PJs from like one of those last scenes. It's like that orange outfit. Mm-hmm. She kind of has this like cute. I was like, oh, I want Esky's PJs. Um, and then I did love to when she's describing her perfect, like what a perfect man is, mm-hmm. and he's like oh, I do have a friend like that. Let me introduce you to him. And it's the dog. And he calls Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) But that's so true, too. Oh, yeah. So anyhow, uh, but yeah, so those are just all of my first, you know, take, uh, those were my takeaways from the first episode. Um, I like that there's something else. And now I can't find, I can't find it. So, oh, well. But basically, I like I like the foundation that's been laid, mm-hmm. and I am excited to watch more of it because I think I've been been pretty vocal about the fact that I've been more looking forward to uh, Senchal Kapama because mm-hmm. of Aisha. Um, so I was kind of anticipating like not loving this or only loving this because it's John. Okay, but I actually really like I really like the foundation of the show, and it already seems to that they have better chemistry than they did on Dolune. Okay. Um, I wasn't really like sold from the start from on that one, which is why I've only seen two episodes. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm, um, I'm optimistic. I'm I'm excited to see what happens, and I just hope that they get to actually like conclude it, and it's not just like oh, ten episodes and you're canceled. Right. I I I think that the nature of the story could definitely be short and sweet right so i think that is a good sign true in case it does end up being cut short pretty yeah. quickly um yeah yeah i wasn't really sure what to expect so i feel like my expectations were pretty tempered mm-hmm. and i feel like i think that it actually um it actually beat out my expectations yeah no i totally <laughs> which agree. was good yeah um Again, especially after watching it with subs. Yes. I was like, okay, this is pretty cute writing. Like, I'm I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. I'm having fun watching this. Yes. So, it, yeah, I didn't feel like a task. Like, oh, we have no. to watch this just so we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It was a, it's a nice light show. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that, that'll be fun for the summer. I do too. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it'll be a fun summer watch. I do too. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Um, did you notice that? 
Turkish magazine publishing must use the same speed technology that six minute Turkish dryers do because like oh yeah she like had this interview with him like slept with him that night or the next night mm-hmm. like it was pretty seemed like it seemed like within like a day yeah and then literally the day after that this whole spread is published yeah <laughs> so i just had to laugh because i was like oh okay i guess publishing works the way dryers do like it's done in like a matter for, of minutes for now that would be the case with a newspaper but not necessarily a magazine right yeah because yeah. it's like they put out like a monthly issue so yeah. it's like usually those things take more time unless it's like a weekly magazine that's true too so i guess we don't if know it's like us weekly it just something it like just that. caught my eye so yeah um yeah so anyways that's um those are our rambled thoughts mm-hmm. <laughs> about Bayonlish. Yeah. Uh, episode one. I'm excited to see what happens next episode. And um, yeah. So, okay. Since we couldn't really, we were talking about this off of, off mic, but um, we didn't really come up with a question of the week and we didn't want to like force one. So, but like, what was your takeaway favorite scene? Mm. Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, I thought I already said that. What's your, like, top scene? Well, you were going between the two. Which two did you love? Or which one did you love better? I think the rooftop scene. Okay. Yeah. I think the balcony the rooftop, scene That's the I agree. Because I would go between that one and their hotel. But yeah. There's just, I don't know. There's something about the way they finally kind of came to terms yeah. with each other in that rooftop one that mm-hmm. I think was my favorite, too. So Yeah. Um, anyhow, but we want to hear from you guys. What did you think about the premiere? What did you love? What did you maybe not love? Um, this was our first experience with the DZ on Fox. And I've got to say, it's pretty clear they pushed the boundaries and limits oh, yeah. on um, uh, censoring, mm-hmm. which is going to be very interesting. Yeah. I mean, we got a whole lot more action in one episode than we did in the entirety of Erkenji oh, yeah. Kush, um, which was also a rom-com. Yeah. So anyhow, I'm just, I'm interested to see how both of these shows go and approach certain things yeah because they seem to kind of like to push the limits so i'm very interested in that definitely so yeah uh come hang out with us you guys shoot us an email dizzy4dzpodcast at Mm gmail.com hang out with us on twitter instagram our facebook page those are all at Mm dizzy4dz and then of course uh if you want to come join and chat with uh other dizzy lovers come join us in our facebook group so uh, until Until next time time. (laughs) Good to shoot you. Post the call.